Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. Do you wake up feeling like your best days have passed you by? Omega-3s are essential to the health of your body and cells. Scientists say an imbalance in the omega-3-6 ratio is a major cause of many illnesses. You need testing to know how healthy your cells are. Without testing, you're only guessing. Test yourself at home and start feeling better today. Find out how by calling Rick Kroll at 305-933-4219. Welcome to the Home Business Success Show. Join us as we speak to home business entrepreneurs for tips, tricks, do's, and even don'ts for running a successful home business. Greetings and welcome to the Home Business Success Show on Biz Radio US. I'm your host, Hank Eater, also known as Hank the PR Guy. Each week on the show, I speak with home business entrepreneurs about best practices, do's, and even don'ts about running successful home businesses. Before I speak with today's guest, I want to share some thoughts for today. Do you have a message that's not bringing in leads or converting into sales? Maybe you're not communicating a clear outcome. People don't want more coaching or more information or more training. What they want is an outcome you can help them get. For example, double your client list in 30 days. And don't forget to frame potential customers as the heroes in their own stories. You're not the hero, they are. Position yourself as the guide that can show them how to get there. Sort of like uh, Yoda did for Luke Skywalker. Luke still was the hero, but Yoda was the guide. That's what you are. You're the guide. And that's the core of Donald Miller's story brand. Well, my guest today is portrait photographer Steve Reich. Steve has been self-employed for the majority of his adult life. He says early on he worked for both large and small companies, but it was not a rewarding experience. He knew he had to start his own business. His personal preferences had always been the arts. Throughout high school and college, he always enjoyed acting and theatrical productions. Once he realized that the corporate life was not a good fit, he moved to L.A. to try his luck at film acting, He said that was a wonderful life for four or five years. The tough part was making a living in an industry that had 98% unemployment. Fortunately, someone gave him a camera, and he started taking pictures of fellow actors. Steve says at first he thought he was going to get arrested for knowing zero about photography and charging people to do their headshots. Nevertheless, he realized he was good at it and getting better with every photo session, He photographed hundreds of actors in those first few years, including celebrities, I would say. Later on, he started photographing weddings and events with three or four photographers working for him. He loved taking photographs and making a good living was a major bonus. He says the one thing that propelled him over the years was his love for photography. Making a living was the secondary bonus. Maybe he was naive, possibly courageous but he says he's certainly grateful for all that his chosen profession has given him. Well, Steve now calls Asheville, North Carolina home. Not too long ago, a client of mine said she needed a new headshot, and I sent her to Steve. 
She liked his work so much that she brought him back to photograph her entire staff, and she raved to me about how happy she was with those photos. Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you, Hank. Thanks for having me here. Oh, you're welcome. Well, tell us about your photographic specialty. Well, specialty is photographing people. I mean, that's what my forte has always been. I love working with people. Uh, my, my Sort of my technique is my specialty, and that is getting people to really relax and have fun in front of the camera. I mean, it's uh, a priority for somebody, especially for headshots, to come in and have fun rather than, you know, come in and have an idea of what they're supposed to look like and what they're supposed to wear. It's a really simple process if they don't do anything. As a matter of fact, that's what I tell most people that come into the studio for a photo session. Listen to me. This is what I want you to do. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And uh, usually if they follow that direction, they have a lot of fun and we have come up with wonderful results. So it's always been, you know, I guess it comes from the acting side of me. At weddings, I used to have large groups of people and uh, some ethnic groups just don't smile. I mean, there's people in certain groups uh, that the guys are so macho, they don't want to smile. So what I do in those situations is generally, if it's a group shot, I'll have grandma and grandpa right in front of the group. And I'll say, okay, before I said, I said, okay, grandma, Start wiggling for me. And every time they all break up, I got them in the palm of my hands. And from that point on, it's it's a lot of fun. So you just got to break them down and, and get them into a situation where they don't feel like they're being photographed, whether it's weddings or headshots or just about anything where people are looking into the camera. It's frightening looking into the camera. I hate it myself. But, uh, you know, that's what my job is. And I think any success I've had is getting people to just loosen up and have fun in front of the camera. That's always been my foible, I guess that's the word. You put me in, in front of the camera and I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's like when my you wife my tells me. You're my perfect client, Hank. Yeah. Perfect client. It's like my wife tells me, tell a joke, you know, if we're with people. And I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> You also reminded me about the ethnic group that doesn't smile, that line from a Bruce Springsteen song. Uh, girls comb their hair in rearview mirrors, and the boys all look so hard. <laughs> okay, Very well, good. how long have you been running your photography business as a home-based business? Um, for my entire career, 30-something years. So uh, what I have found, I had opportunities to get studios in uh, uh, in malls and uh, or on the street, different places. But the reality is, is that the overhead on that is so much. It really is a gigantic part of your living is paying the overhead for your studio and everything that goes along with it. In fact, it was a, there's a, a very high-end company in Los Angeles that had probably six or seven photographers working for them in a beautiful studio, really amazing. But bottom line, my, my profits were higher than theirs because they just had to put out so much money for the upkeep and the, the look of it and, and then paying their photographers. So bottom line, you make a lot more if you don't have a big overhead and, uh, most of the time I was sitting up in my living room. I mean, I'd have four or five people coming in a day and the studio would stay up. And then 
I'd bring it down and family life would begin. But uh, now I do have a studio in my house uh, that stays up and it's a lot. It's really nice having it available, you know, 24 hours a day for me. That's so, great. Does uh, it have a separate entrance from the rest of your house that clients can come in and out of? Well, there's no reason to sneak around over here. I mean, we can come no, in the no, back but way I, or the front way. Yeah, I don't mean that. But <laughs> sometimes I it comes up on the show. And most of the time I, I get advice from people who are like insurance people or attorneys to, to try to keep clients out of your house as much as possible. And if you have a home office, just have a separate entrance for it, you know. But not everybody can do that, depending on how the house is, is set up. I think a lot of people who are in business at home, okay, an awful lot of people in this country, whether they're working outside uh, for a law firm or just have a photography business like I do or uh, accountants. Uh, I mean, it's it's just the way of life now. So most of us do that. Uh, obviously, I have to claim part of the house is for my taxes uh, when I make money. So uh, it's comfortable here. And I much more prefer this type of situation than having, uh, you know, uh, a studio that's off property and that I have to go to every day. This is really sweet for me. So... I can see that. And since I've been working from home for probably uh, maybe 12 years now, I couldn't, I wouldn't want to have it any other way. Right. Okay. Well, you took the plunge and went from hobby to career just by doing it. How did you sell your services in those early days? Um, I lied a lot and uh, <laughs> cheated. <laughs> Actually, I had, you know, so many actor friends that needed photos that I started off, you know, doing them for free. And then after a while, people started referring me. I mean, back then, it was a little different than it is now. I mean, you really had to knock on doors and send out letters and make a lot of phone calls because the key to working then was getting referrals uh, from agents or, or the managers or people that would send their clients to me to get headshots done. So um, today you work on referrals too, but it's more of a digital type of thing of uh, uh, getting up off the ground, you know, sending out emails and uh, texts and, and just Facebook and all of that stuff, which is, you know, it is the way of the world these days. So you get high enough on Google, you work a lot. But I think most photographers that are solid do get referrals from people um, in in business that need headshots, that are looking to get their uh, associates uh, headshots. So it's still about referrals one way or the other. Right. And referrals come from building relationships with people exactly. that know you, like you, and trust you. And then they keep referring others. You might not get business directly from them, but you get business through them because they, they exactly. will recommend you. Well, if I can digress just a little bit, I want to ask you, uh, who was your favorite celebrity to photograph? And maybe who was perhaps the most interesting person you ever photographed? Celebrity was Jenna Rowans and John Cassavetes. So I spent uh, six months with them on one of their projects, and it was really a remarkable experience for me. And both, I mean, Jenna's gorgeous and just sort of a queen of the acting world, just uh, incredibly talented. And so is John, obviously. So that was a real pleasure and a real treat and a, definitely a highlight of my uh, life, both as an actor and as a photographer. I had a, 
a part in the play too. So it was really great for me. Never forget it. Uh, the most interesting person that really floored me and I had a great time was uh, George Bush, actually. I photographed him in one of his campaigns uh, uh, running for president. I was hired to photograph him. And the guy was so charming and so funny and so unique. I mean, I was not really a fan of his politics, but boy, I'd love to sit down and have a drink with this guy. He was really, really charming and amazing. He had the groups of people he talked to, he had eating out of his hand in five minutes. It was really remarkable. So... That's that's very interesting. I was never a big fan of his politics either, but I've read some things over the years since he's left office about how he's grown as a person, and he's not one of these people that plants himself on one side of a of a political divide and doesn't talk to others, you know, which is something that goes on a lot right now. But I'm not going to get political on the show. But I've no, seen no, some beautiful. Right beautiful photographs of him and Michelle Obama, and he's got his arms around her, and they, they just look so happy he, that they're hanging together like that. The guy's a lovable guy. I mean, I was shocked. I was prepared to not like him, and I just, he had me in five minutes. I mean, he had, uh, the first meeting he had, he had a group of 60 uh, uh, black ministers from Texas, and they hated him because he had the highest the amount of uh, people he hung, black people he hung as a governor there. So they were ready for his, to set him on fire. In five minutes, he says, hey, I'm a sinner too. You know, I've done it. I've been bad. So, and he started, and they started laughing. It was just remarkable, really remarkable. So that was a, a unique, a, a unique photo session for me, for sure. Very, very cool. Uh, why is it important for businesses to have professional photos. A good photo is worth a thousand words. So if you see somebody's photo, hypothetically, uh, when I first got out to Asheville, I was looking for a doctor and I came across a website that had like 40 photos of doctors and every one of the photos were awful. They were not happy. They were, I mean, terrible clothing. I wouldn't go to any of them for any reason. It was scary. If they had one one good headshot in there, I would have been attracted to that, but they were just awful. You need a good photo of yourself uh, in this day and age. It's really, really important. It's a not an expensive thing to get a great headshot uh, for the most part. It's probably the, the cheapest thing in your advertising budget, but boy, that can go a long way. Really, really important in selling yourself. People get attracted to your energy and especially uh, what I do is try to get them in the moment so they're not thinking about things and they can have a good time and they forget they're being photographed. So it sort of pops out. When you see my photographs, headshots, your focus goes directly to the eyes because that's where it all, it's all happening. You know, you're not distracted by busy clothing or jewelry or anything like that. Just get somebody to be themselves and be playful. And it, it's a very attractive place to be for people. So it attracts its energy. So, Well, you mentioned uh, how you got grandma to wiggle around and not get everybody laughing and, and got them, you know, so you can get really good pictures. But when you're doing headshots, uh, what are some of the things you do to help overcome shyness in people? People get a little uptight in front of the camera. There's no question about it. But again, my forte, I think, is just getting them up there. And, you know, saying, hey, it's not your job to do this. It's really mine. All I want you to do is stay in the moment and follow some simple directions. So 
Uh, I could start someone off by saying, who's the first person you kissed? You know, and usually that's a good way to start because they go back and, and just relate to that moment. And it throws them a little bit because they come in trying to do something. And the last thing you want to do in front of the camera is actually do something. You want to be expressive and honest. And that's my job to get it out. Their job is really to go along with the, the fun, allow it to happen and be expressive, you know. And I create that by some of the little things I would say. And I still use that wiggle line if I have to, you know, just give me a little wiggle. And it, that's it. They break up. So a lot of little things you can do to get people to move in the right direction as far as photography goes. I think if you were taking my picture and you told me to give you a little wiggle, I think that would crack me up, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's an, it's an easy one. And it uh, does get you out of your head, which is the whole thing. These days, what are some of the ways that you find new clients? Well, again, it's about meeting people. I'm with a group now that has been terrific. It's BNI. It's an international group, uh, referral groups. And uh, there's a six, I think, six chapters here in Asheville. And the thing about it is, is you, you get to connect with individuals in this group, uh, whether it's a, a brokerage house, uh, an agent, uh, I mean, there's so many, every profession is involved in this. And each group only has one photographer or has one financial uh, broker or one real estate broker. So it doesn't double up. And the focus is to start recommending everybody else. And uh, the, the, the basis of, uh, of BNI is uh, givers gain. So the more you give, the more you get back. And that's pretty much the flat platform that we all work on. So it's a wonderful experience. You start out in this group and they see that your work is good. It's an active process of taking care of them as well as yourself. So, and if anybody wants to find out more about it, please go to my website, which is headshots1.com. Headshots1.com. You can get in touch with me that way and I'll be happy to put you in touch with somebody in, in BNI. It's a wonderful program. Very good. Well, also, you know, even at some of the other types of business networking, it's like the incredible business networking. It, exactly. it works that same way. The more you give, the more you get. The person who shows exactly. up with their order pad and thinks they're going to leave with 20 new orders just for showing up for lunch usually doesn't get very far. <laughs> but the person who listens and refers and gives shout outs for good things that people have done, exactly. those are the ones that start getting the referrals. Hey, Steve. And you're right. Incredible Business Networks is a phenomenal group. I mean, they really are uh, terrific. And the guy who runs it, Steve Jenks, an amazing, amazing, giving human being. Really love the guys as good as it gets. Yeah, that, that is true. Well, Steve, what advice would you give to young folks who are just starting out that want to start a business in headshot photography? Stay out of Asheville for starters. Okay. <laughs> There's more photographers in Asheville per capita than probably any place in the country. It's really amazing. So, of course, there's a lot of artists here, and that that attracts other other uh, artists to the town. But, you know, basically, it's just learn your art first. Learn how to take photos. Learn, take as many photos as you can. Uh, when you're looking through a magazine, it's really uh, insightful to see, try to see where the light is coming from. Each photo you can basically see where the light is coming from from the reflection in people's eyes so it's it's 
once you see that, you start seeing other things because it really is all about light and how the light lays on your subject and, and dances around. And so uh, really important to start out by learning your craft. Once you learn your craft and you're on top of it, um, you know, you got to go out there and, and do the hard work, which is meeting people and handing out your card. And uh, it's really important to be sociable and nice and, you know, wear a bag saying, badge saying, I'm a photographer. I mean, whatever you have to do to, to get out there, you're going to you're going to find the way if you really love what you do. There's the uh, $20 key. It's more than a $20. There's the million dollar key. You love what you do. And I would say to those new photographers, go out and take a whole lot of headshots and, you know, do them free at first. Not not for businesses, but take take pictures of your friends, take pictures of your relatives, own exactly. your craft. Well, right as on the money there. Yeah. Well, as we're running out of time and time really flies, I mean, yeah, we haven't been here very long, no. but I want to ask, what are the best ways that our listeners can get in touch with you if they need a headshot? Well, that's a good question. I am just finished building a new uh, website, which is headshots1.com. These days, we're really focusing in on people that are in business, uh, corporate, individual uh, operators, um, technicians, brokers, and that sort of thing. I mean, it's just a, a completely different world than when I started out just photographing actors and politicians. I mean, everybody needs a headshot today. Everybody, and everybody. They, everybody everybody does. Everybody needs it. And well, if they say, Hank, the PR guy, they get $100 off the price for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, thanks for being here with us today. And for our listeners, thanks for tuning in. Before I sign off, I'd like to say there are some great resources available for people who run home businesses, including an online community of like-minded home business entrepreneurs. If you want to learn more about that, just go to bizradio.us, click on Shows, scroll down and find the Home Business Success Show with my picture on it, and all my, con all my contact information is right there. Please join us again next week. We're back every Wednesday at 11 a.m. here on Biz Radio US. Remember, you can be successful in your home business. I've done it. Steve is doing it. And you can do it, too. This is Hank, the PR guy, wishing all of you a fabulous day of home business success. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.